Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Plus, auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Quote now at Progressive.com to see if you could save. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May of 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey there, buddy. Don't forget, there's plenty of Last Podcast Network merch available over on lastpodcastmerch.com. We got shirts for all of your favorite shows like Wizard of the Bruiser and Page 7 and No Dogs in Space. And of course, plenty of stuff for Last Podcast on the left. Go to lastpodcastmerch.com. Thank you. There's no place to escape to. This is the last podcast. On the left. Side stories. Love your That's when the cannibalism started. Side, Side stories. stories. <laughs> yes. Hey guys, who else is super excited to have a winking skeleton for president? Yeah! Yay! I actually love skeletons. Me too. Why it's spooky. Not? It's always Halloween. Yeah. Be- we went from a pumpkin to a skeleton. Sometimes you can hear him go. Oh, look at look out, ladies! Everybody, please calm down, please. <laughs> Everybody, please calm down. Am I as good as Jim Carrey? You are so good as Jim Everybody, Carrey. Please, my name is Joe Biden, and I need people to please, for the love of God, stop trying to kill me. You may have gotten the part if you were an SNL cast member. Unfortunately, they just cast those people to like get coffee for the celebrities they hire. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then they get to feel really important at the upfronts. Don't they? Welcome to Side Stories, everyone. This is Ben, hanging out with Henry. For those that don't know, the upfronts are when you're a star on the rise. And you go and you show your boobs and your penis to a bunch of people who then judge it. Yeah. You say people, you mean advertisers. They're not people. No. They have no blood. No. Until they're fired and then they become people again. But it's weird how they magically transform into people and then they remember their people. Indeed. Well, also speaking of people, Alex Trebek. I can't believe it. Yeah. So that's Alex the, Trebek. That is I'm the sad. most. It's old. It's old person talk, but I'm sad. That is the most vague segue. You have ever done, I've ever heard, you said speaking of of people, people, which is a category of existence. You could have even said something about apples, and I would have been like, speaking of apples, people eat apples, speaking of people. See, that's how you get there. That's the segue. Speaking of apples, how about a good apple who's now a brown apple? Oh. It's Alex Trebek. By the way, let Alex Trebek, let his body cool before they decide who's the next Jeopardy host. Have you seen these disgusting piranha 
They're coming circling. For it. Hey man, the there's a power vacuum. Already? There's a power vacuum in the George it, Stephanopoulos. They're the, talking George Stephanopoulos. The, hey man, trivia is not going to get it. It's not going to ask itself. Good Actually, it Lord. does. It's just on it the cards. Does. It's just yes. on the cards. They could have a robot do it. They should have the robot that beat Ken Jennings be the new host of oh, Jeopardy. Oh shit! What's what was guy? his name? Like Mac Ten, but then he got busted with a bunch of child porn. It's not Mac Ten. It's not Mac Ten. It's names What's like his name? it's like like Bobbert ro- ro- Rib Rob yeah. Rib Rob the the all oh, no it all robot (laughs) let him be in charge why and then also let's elect that person that robot to be president of the united states it would be good if you think about effectiveness but it would be bad if you think about humanity Mm. yes but ken jennings i'm sorry very smart but is he going to be the host of jeopardy am i looking at that face every day i don't think so all right i never understood the cross appeal of ken jennings but he is very smart He's very good at trivia. That's got, all you have to do. And he's got very quick thumbs. You better watch out, girls, because those thumbs will erase that clit. He is like if you were on Double Dare and you were very good at Double Dare because you like to eat the slime. Now, all of a sudden, you're bathing in fun and it's not a punishment. See that? But again, flip so it was, and reverse you it. always got to flip it and reverse it. You got to make Woo. something that you hate be your favorite thing. It's Absolutely. also called learning how to change your diet. R.I.P. Alex Trebek. I, you know what? We got to kill cancer, but we're going to figure that out later on in this episode. I mean, but if anybody, Maybe not. he was on set doing Jeopardy 10 days before he died. You give me a hangnail and we're canceling the show. We have. I'm, I'm kind of queasy and I almost said, let's bump this to tomorrow. <laughs> um, all right. Guys, I promised last week, because we're in a new world, and I think that finally, once the dust settles from all of the, the fake outrage... Oh, is there a lot of dust right this, now? I guess it's a lot of dust, okay. but it's kind of, it's swirling, and everybody's really interested in it swirling, but eventually it will are, settle. I think people are realizing that uh, people on Twitter are far too lazy to do anything, actually. It's only 10% of the yeah. American populations on Twitter. Twitter really? is not real. Remember that. And that's the 10% of the only people are using it actively. Everybody else is just lurking. It's not a real environment. It's not real. It's imaginary. You just get off of it. You are correct. Um, but let's talk about something a little bit, I'm going to say way more real. Okay. Uh, which is this year... In this, the mix of all of this horseshit, I'm just going to, that's what I call the election, right? We have been <laughs> dealing, we have, we have not been paying attention to the important issues, which is the fact that we experienced disclosure, yes. soft disclosure this year, and there is a lot more, there's a lot more interest uh-huh. in just the subject in general. It's bigger than it's ever been. Have you watched the phenomenon? I did not. The last one I watched was the one, uh, the, the special. Disinformation di- agency, no, Dr. Not Stephen disinformation. Greer. No, the one with Stephen Greer that was very nice. Well, you say nice. I Close say. encounters of the fifth kind. Why don't you lie to me and play with my dick then? Well, Instead well, of, honestly, sometimes there's it, nothing wrong with that. It's not that is just, what I, I don't want to speak out of turn here, but technically your wife has to do that a lot. Every, like every she, night. You have to lie. Every and night play she, with, that's the dream. Yes. What do you mean lie to me and play with my dick? I, I just, will pay you money to do that to me. Sometimes, you know when I, you know who I don't need that from? My barber. You know who I don't <laughs> well, need that from? My dentist. You know, I used to, I did actually a little YouTube hole on barbarism and they used to be the dentist. They used to be the oh, doctor. Yes. They used to do everything. Isn't that weird? I mean, that that's what real capitalism was. Yes, it was. But now we're, this, 
things might be calming down. I don't know. Oh, but please. In, in 2021, I think we're going to have a lot more time to really focus. We're going to focus on the alien story. My question to you on this, Henry, before we get into this story, mm. do you think that it was there was more disclosure because of the complete evaporation of the federal government over the mm. past four years, at least in a other than in the worst possible sense where it's like they'll shoot you on the street, but they also have no one to stop the information leaking out about UFOs or do you think in these next four years they're going to get this is going whoop, back in the box, lock it up. We're not going to talk about it again. I wonder. I feel like that next year we're going to be doing stuff like dealing with like foreign wars and like oh. uh, dealing with all these kind of like weird other things well, that we don't know, existential be, threats. We're uh, going to be going to war with the aliens if you have your way. That's why I like Stephen Greer. He's a peacenik. It's not about going to war against the aliens. It's just understanding that the aliens, whatever that is, whatever this phenomena is, may not necessarily have our interests in mind. Yeah, you can That's your snarl at me. <laughs> but he, Dick Cheney had a long view. <laughs> and he might have understood that if we actually, if we ask the aliens to come here, they might just show up. Which might not be great for us. Well, all I know is if we play Green Day's long view to the aliens, they're going to start rocking. They're going to love our country. They're going to love our world. Before they take all of our water, before they take all of our elements they need to perhaps fuel their spacecraft, they'll rock out with us for a little bit. I actually find it interesting because what we had sent out, we sent, I believe we sent Chuck Berry out into <laughs> really? the universe. That was like an example of music. And I wonder why, maybe that's the reason why these so-called euphonauts might uh-huh. be so interested in our dickholes and our assholes is because <laughs> they did a little research on Chuck Berry uh-huh. and then they understood, oh, it's just like, it seems to be some humans on Earth treat other humans as if they are human kaleidoscopes. Interesting. So the man, wasn't it, it was his niece he had sex with. No, 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 no. That was Jerry Lee Lewis who had sex with his own cousin. Okay. Um, Chuck Berry put the cameras in the toilets of the bathrooms and he just <laughs> liked to see. He was a real, he was so curious. Just one, one person had to go into Chuck Berry's office at the, actually the restaurant bar that we performed at. Oh, that was great. That was his spot. Yeah. And of course we saw them taking the cameras out of the bathroom before we came in. And I was just like, like, but this was my debut. This was going to be my debut. But yes, perhaps uh, they're into watching that now in space. But I have gotten... To, so number one, I have found quite a bit of recent UFO footage that I've been watching and it's been really good. And there was a video that was sent to me. I am doing this as an information call out to whoever sent this to me in an Instagram message. Okay. They sent me a video that was one of the best UFO videos I've ever seen. It looked like a flying structure in the sky. Side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. It came from... I want to say it was from Hawaii. Awesome. Send it to me again. I need to see it again. I haven't been able to. But what I did get into was the story about Lake Baikul. This is in 1982 in Russia. This was a place with the, uh, either Baikal or Baikul. This was a tr- – I love this story where they went down this ru- Russian, what they call frogmen. Okay. They went down. They were doing some kind of search of the, the Lake Baikul. Bakul, it's very deep, and they didn't know what was at the very bottom of it, so they wanted to go do more much water. scientific. Yep, it's always more water. Sometimes you find rocks. Yeah, but they went down in there and they were doing an exploratory mission, a Russian exploratory mission. Yes, so they got the guy real hammered. They put a bunch of weights on his ankles, and they were like, "You're the us, torpedo, yeah. You're the torpedo. Let us know what you find." But they found what they said because I've got. I'm always. I'm very into USOs. The unidentified submerged objects, yeah. I think they're fun, because that's it, what I, I picture myself if I'm ever in the bar. 
You would be such a great submerged object. That's what you should go for is Halloween every year. Yeah, just in a big, just in a wet tub. Do you think, is that, okay, so first of all, we've heard that like 95% of the oceans haven't been, uh, you know, explored and stuff. Is that still true? I mean, I don't know if you have the answer to that, but I feel like maybe we've made. Uh, Sure, yeah. Okay, sure, yeah. So do you think, what do you think are the odds? You are the expert, alien. Cap, you move on hat. Uh, You don't have it on, but you always have it on, don't Mm -hmm. you? No, it's a stain on my soul. Space or sea? Where do you think we're going to see our first aliens? I think that they might very well be in the sea. We talked about quite a bit the USS Nimitz, uh, one of those objects that were seen in one of the famous videos that were leaked in 2017 in December was a USO, had come from the ocean up. And you see this time and time again. There was this one story that I was covering, the Lake by Cool story, but before that was that a Russian submarine happened upon six discs in uh, while on a, a training mission. Came across these like six, six discs that were f- floating towards it, Ooh. and it brought itself up to the surface because they thought we were going to run into this like group of discs that were slowly but surely swimming along the, the floor of the ocean. All of a sudden, they all oh. went zip, and they just shot up out of the out of the out of the water, into the sky, and zap up, but not losing any sort of speed. Damn. All right. Cool. But this story in Lake Bakul in 1982 was these frogmen were down there. They're doing their exploratory research, and then they saw a series of nine-foot-tall aliens wearing the only thing that they could describe, but it was small like fish bowls on their head. Okay. And they saw each other, and they had this moment where they were floating in front of each other, like, you know, like... Ooh, and they were like, oh, God, Russian, God, God. And because yeah. the Russians, they know how to visibly smoke underwater. <laughs> they are very talented. <laughs> and so they lit up. And I cannot believe what is in front of us. And so their first idea was to say, classic Ghostbusters, get her. Yeah. So one of the guys swam forward with a net, trying get to get one of the aliens the, right the, so we are going against extraterrestrial beings theoretically much more technologically advanced we're going after them with the same thing we would catch a carp in just a net care. just a net they'll maybe yes carp carp maybe has helmet carp maybe has ship carp i tell you what he still falls to the net Everything succumbs to the net. By the way, if you catch a carp, you have to beat it to death. That's kind of the rule. They're predators. They're predators. Piranha. They're predators of the sea, of the lake, really. Is that true? Yeah, the carp. I've been you, watching the show alone. Have you watched this? It's like a fucking. We'll get into I this. I think that's at some too point. sad because I would just be watching it alone with two dogs, and then I feel like I also. My friend sent me this great recommendation for a horror movie, but. Well, I just sometimes I get too scared. Of the, I just don't trust. There was damn near You're a home so invasion right now. There was damn near a home invasion, and, and I noticed. I was like, Jerry will take care of it. He didn't do anything. It wasn't. It's just a noise it you a, heard. No, it was a person coming to work on a. On, yeah, that's on, not what? a home invasion. No, it's a I home know, but invitation. Jerry didn't know that. Yeah, but and Jerry's then, a dog. Yeah, whole, Jerry can't understand. Moving on. It's up but to they, me to defend my home. I, I, that is true. It is up to you to I defend know. your home. So they approached these entities with the net, and as they went to go throw it over the one of the entities, it made some kind of hand signal, and they all shot to the surface. But they shot to the surface so fast, they got the bends, and three of them fucking died. Holy shit. It's a very interesting story, and I don't know, why, I don't know what else is about I want to get deeper into the research on it, but... Yeah, absolutely, man. Well, I love that. Uh, more stories. If you do have any tales of seeing a UFO or whatever here. it might be, side stories, LPOTL at gmail.com. fucking another one. I have another okay. one right here. I'm so, this is, it's like my head can finally clear. 
and get back to the shit that really matters. The stuff yes. that I can really You really focused enjoy. on politics for about three and a half days. It's because it's awful. Sisyphean bullshit machine that you're just <laughs> stuck in. It's just everybody's lying. We have now, we are now so hypnotized by propaganda that everybody's oh, just really? in a constant panic. Well, let's talk about something that has no propaganda UFOs. No, this is one hundred percent pure. Right. This is pure. <laughs> so this is a story that comes back from this is a singular forty and again dot com. We need to get the people from Singular Forty and on the show. I want to talk to them. Yes, uh, singular four, 14. It's uh, singular 4 T-E-A-N. Okay. Singer, singular Ferdinand. So Tobias and Emily Whalen wrote this article. The mother and daughter report sighting of red-eyed winged demon in Schiller Park, Illinois. We are in a fucking Mothman renaissance right now. It is. We're seeing the show. Between this and the jetpack guy, our skies are just have just gotten a little bit safer. Have they gotten safer? No, I think that actually just really just clog up the streams. Does it air streams? I think there are air streams. That's why you don't use so much fuel going on intercontinental flights. Jetpack Man is going to end up getting sucked up through an engine of a plane. He will die, and hopefully that plane is piloted by the next Sully Sullenberger. Oh, Sully's the only one who can save us! Because if fucking Jetpack Man kills me or one of my friends... Because he's such a dumb shit, and he has to be floating around upstairs, uh, up there. I'm gonna be real pissed off and kill his family. You're like, yeah, bro, you want fucking attention? Just do this on TikTok. Do it. Go on make TikTok. a dance on TikTok. That's also, how you get attention. Do what Kenny Powers did in Eastbound and Down. Get one of those water machines. It's like that. you're flying, but you don't have to fly, and then you have to, and you can seem like you're farting a bunch. You're talking about living lake life 24 seven. Living lake life. Now, Manuel Navarrete of the UFO Clearinghouse received a report recently from a woman who said that she and her mother witnessed a demon with red eyes and very large rings Ooh. and very large wings at around 9 p.m. on October 26th in Schiller Park, Illinois. Okay. I got into the kitchen to make myself a cup of tea. And as I was filling the kettle with water, I heard my mom scream and then call out to me. This is your this is your voice of the 32-year-old Hispanic beautiful woman. Mm-hmm. You're going to make her sound like a plumber who has Stop never burst. actually unplumbed the I toilet. I dropped what I was doing and I ran to her and I found her in her room with the lights off. She told me to keep the lights on and come to the window and look out to the backyard. By the way, that's a great service if you're a plumber. You go in, you take the dump, and if you want that dump to be plumbed, you got to call me. That's called making business for yourself, keeping yourself in business. That's true American entrepreneurial spirit. Yep. I looked and I saw a large creature with red eyes and very large wings parked in the back fence. My mother was whispering, Es un demonio. Oh, cool. Es un demonio. I started praying as we watched this thing. It was perched on the fence, and it was looking side to side and kept slowly moving its wings. We looked at it for about a minute before it flapped its wings and flew off. It's a demon. Damn. The initial All right. report. Pretty freaking trippy. Yeah, it did come from a 32-year-old Hispanic woman who yes, witnessed the creature. Yes, it was not the, the accent that you did. Well, I was just doing an interpretation. I do love that your safe zone, which I would assume is what you're trying to land in, is somehow more offensive hmm. than if you actually just did a nice, pleasant Hispanic female accent. Two months, man. I can already feel my time in free speech jail just getting fucking... <laughs> no, I can oh, feel it. Speech. I've been doing oh, good oh, behavior. Oh, we just privatized free speech jail, actually. <laughs> it's larger than ever. <laughs> but I'm more this word i'm actually i've heard there's an opportunity for a work release program yeah. that i might get well a little bit of time unfortunately out. waffle house isn't hiring any chefs at the moment so yeah. we'll let you know when the, ne- when the next one keels over you could get it they teach you how to cook with the comic book <laughs> 
the witness, this is very interesting. So Navarrete said that he was able to speak with both both witnesses the Wednesday following their signing. He confirmed the approximate time of their signing along with the details originally submitted in their report. The woman had been in the kitchen making herself tea when she heard her mother scream, prompting her to drop what she was doing and run, to- run towards her mother's bedroom. Ooh. The witness indicated that her mother has fallen before and injured herself, and that is what she thought had just occurred. That's scary. That is scary, but then she turns out she's like, hey, so the man, y'all. I mean, it's the like, demon. Just Oh no, mom. Um, oh, is what's your that? brain okay? That demon. The demon is Father Time. Isn't that nice? Upon entering her mother's room, she found the lights off and her mother standing by the window. She con- he continued. The mother told her to keep the lights off and to come to the window and look out into the backyard. Ooh. The witness did as she asked, and upon reaching the window, saw that she, what she described as a large humanoid creature perched upon the back fence. She described the creature as black with large jet black wings and human-like features. When I asked her to go into detail, she said that the creature looked what she could only describe as a demon. The creature had human-like arms and legs, and its head looked almost human with bright red eyes. Oh, also, why with the demon? What if it just wants a cup of tea that she poured and it can't have it because it can't connect with its little wings to its mouth? Number one, these flying humanoids are often associated with being harbingers of doom. They are bad news bringers. So oftentimes people see these things and then something weird happens. They're also kind of, it's also just the weird feeling of seeing a thing with jet black wings, stare at you with red eyes, which is, you know, like think about bats. How often are bats vilified? Oh, so they have rabies. But bats are sweet wonderful little animals. Yeah, they eat mosquitoes. But they look scary. So yeah, they. So she saw the Mothman and she said, Demonio, but that's just because you're just seeing him in his uniform, man. Right, exactly. Sometimes you didn't see him at the potluck. You didn't see him at the potluck, but that doesn't mean he's not a believer. I say you open the window, what up? What's going on in there? Or do the classic uh, <laughs> or do the classic Budweiser. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. yeah. Jackie brings that back about once a year. <laughs> she tries to do it once again on the show, but this is yeah, now. Thank God. We basically uh, they're calling it the Lake the Lake Michigan Mothman at this point. They believe it's been. We're now attributing ten sightings to wow. the same creature. Well, this is happening. This is happening again and again and again. And we have a dual witness here, of course, mother and daughter. They began to pray. The witnesses they're fully convinced they saw a demon or something outside their house. And uh, wow, indeed, they they prayed to St. Michael. Apparently, St. Michael is the saint. He killed the demons. You know what? It would just be nice if you didn't give me make me the saint of something so hard to do. There are also, there's patron saints of everything. There there's is. patron saints of joy, cheese, bread. What's just, the patron saint of cheese? Uh, St. Lombardi. Uh, yes, I indeed. I love him. He's also, I heard the, um, isn't he the saint, patron saint of cankles? He might be. He might be, of course. That is what, uh, when your body begins to look like cheese, that means you've had enough. St. Michael, it's just tough to be in the afterlife and you're like, I gotta go fight another demon. Just give me a saint of something chill. It's like all of the pictures that people are drawing of like Alex Trebek hosting Jeopardy Aww. in heaven with like, you know, it's like him and, and you know, Chris Cornell and Robin Williams and shit. And it's like, man, let the man take a break. Let him take a break. He was just working. Also, you know, I love, is he hanging out with Chris Cornell? I, I love Chris know. Cornell, Minnesota zone. I'm from Wisconsin, but I show a love to the Midwest now that I'm away from it. <laughs> um, what, who's Alex Trebek going to hang out with in heaven that's smart enough? It seems like a lot of dumb people have gone there. No, well, now you can meet all of the people that have... 
old Kizzle. Heaven must be so much fun. And you go and you meet everybody you ever thought of and everybody you ever had a question about. And then you found out that everybody can just say, I'm sorry, when they're about to die and get to heaven, no matter what they've done. Oh my God, it's Saddam Hussein. Let me see your dick. But maybe Alex Trebek can finally experiment with being gay in heaven. Oh, I hope that he can experiment with just being happy, whatever he wants to do. Mr. Trebek. Nice, Mr. Trebek. You're going to live forever. You are going to, he is in our hearts and in our minds, but who is not going to live forever. Speaking of segues, this fellow that was found, um, you know what, you know those big, igloo things that you put the flavor aid in or the kool-aid in they dump it over the quarterback after a team wins well this cooler a cooler yeah uh this guy was found in a cooler Mm. and it was not was he gatorade his name unidentified they they don't know who he is but he was found by a guy named tim anderson who was walking his dog there is nothing more bland than the name tim anderson a man walking his I'm dog. I'm suspicious but I like of him. He's a Jacksonville resident. He was just walking around, taking care of his dog, hopefully picking up the poops. I saw a person walking their dog here in Los Angeles not pick up their poop. You and should I'm like, openly Come yell at them. You should yell at them. I've You're only big been enough. here for a few months. I don't have the carbonche to do that yet. Established dominance in the neighborhood. Oh, my goodness. So authorities in Florida, they're investigating the death of, death of a man whose body was found in a usually celebratory Kool-Aid container. Um, this is according to... <laughs> How do you not know that this wasn't a celebratory folding of himself inside of a cooler? Because if your team wins a Super Bowl and you throw the Kool-Aid... Uh, what did you cooler? It's a cooler. It's a cooler. Yes, if you throw the what's in the cooler on your coach and it happens nice. to be a dead body, they're gonna die, and then they're gonna be like, "Oh wow, we won the Super Bowl," but like, who is that? Who is the dead body? Yeah, but that question again after they're winners, then they probably would be looked over, if, unless it's the other team's amazing punter that they had killed in order to win the game. Because that guy was great at the coffin kick. The problem Literally. with their punters, man, is that they only they only work out the one leg. <laughs> so that's stupid. all they do. They you just got the so, one leg, and then so that's got to make them easy to catch. Have <laughs> you ever seen a punter? No, but they work out you both see, they're of just their legs. Around. It's so weird. He shows you up are, with a wheelbarrow with just with his leg? ankle in it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, but, I mean, hey, the Packers. They got a great punter over there. Tim Anderson walking his dog. This is what he told News 4 Jacks. News 4 Jacksonville. Uh, this, he says, this morning I come out here and I saw a bin floating out there by the water. And I said, what is that? Let me just take a look and see. So this he guy, is curiosity he is killed sus. the cat. I'm saying, because I learned to play how to play Among Us with Holden the other night. Oh, and so I'm going to use the word sus because I use that in that game. Uh-huh. He is sus. Okay. Because he, because to be honest, if I'm walking Wendy. Uh-huh. I don't look at anybody, right? I look at Wendy because number one, Wendy's real curious about whatever he's not with whatever the thing. She always stick her face into something. And Little we, dogs, especially if, when she gets like you know, we just gave her a bath. Now she's like tr- trying to find whatever's the grossest thing to like shove her face into. Right, wants I'm, to get that good back. I'm mostly staring at Wendy, or I'm on my phone being an irresponsible person on the, my fucking phone. That's not good. It's not good. But at the same time, if I saw just a random cooler floating in the bay, oh my god. Leave Blinders. it alone. I'm Jody. I am the Jody Arias' victim's roommate. Oh, you not see, I've seen nothing. I've seen nothing. This guy was opposite. This guy was out there. He was the first line of defense. He was a citizen on parole. Uh, on parole. He was, it's Jacksonville. He might <laughs> feel, be a citizen on parole, I feel like which we is are, a different form of cops. Right now, I feel like we're all citizens on parole. Yes. A citizen on patrol, he says. 
I was kind of hoping it wasn't what I thought it was, and it turned out to be. It was a cooler. I was kind of hoping it wasn't what I thought it was, and it turned out to be. I thought it might be a dummy or something stuck in there because of some kids just playing around or something, but I got up closer and I said, oh, that looks pretty real to me. (laughs) There it is. And it's so close to Halloween. It really is. Uh, the uh, the dude, according to the cops, they think the uh, the body was dumped 24 to 36 hours earlier. So we have to find whatever minor league team did win a sporting event. I'm sticking with that through line. Yes. And we need to find out who had the cooler last and why is it full of a body. This is actually very similar. Do you remember those two girls that were on TikTok and they found this suitcase? Yes, with the body of course. In it? Did they ever discover who the hell that was or who did it? There was some arrest made. I believe that there was an update, but we just didn't get to it. I, I'll have to look through our emails, but I believe there was an arrest made. Jeez. If you have that update, email us at sidestorieslpotl at gmail.com. Um, but this does sound some very similar to that story. It's fucking horrifying. This is what he had to say. Again, the dude who found it, he said, it's a rough world we live in right now. A lot of killing, a lot of violence this time of year. And it's so sad to see that happen. And sometimes a Tim Anderson's got to go and he's got to equalize some people that have done him wrong in the past. Yes. And he- sometimes a Tim Anderson needs to add to the chaos, needs well, to add to the violence. Tim Anderson found a body. You get to make a body. I think that's the rule. He says, you know, who would actually dump a body like that? And then he says, it's kind of depressing. So Tim is having a tough life. <laughs> this is hard He just for him. wants to walk his dog. And sure enough, he found a dude uh, in a cooler. It was a black male. Um, the pandemic the is hard 30 enough. 30 to 40. Truly, the pandemic is hard enough to, without just finding a dead body. Because this is also, what you discover. When you discover a dead body right. and then you call the cops, guess what? Now you got to deal with the fucking cops. And, and that is not here, fun. They're showing up. And again, your sauce is fuck. Because you, you look like a person threw a fucking cooler into the goddamn ocean yourself. Absolutely. You're the top of that list. Can I just say this? When it comes to putting a body in a cooler, it is maybe the dumbest place to put it in water. Yeah, Coolers float. So whoever did this is obviously a moron because you put them in. You There's a reason they put them in like gas cans. I don't think that there was anything stupid about what I did. What do you mean? Yeah, because that man, he promised to bring me some candy corn the other Dopo day. Dopo the serial killer, do you really think that was appropriate to put him in the cooler? What does appropriate mean? It means that uh, it's something that you do that's normal, something that's nice. So if somebody, for example, needs help with their groceries, you say, oh, I can help you with the groceries. Yeah, grocery. no, take the groceries. I smashed them down in a parking lot, and I took the woman, and I pressed her down in the backseat of a car. Well, see, you had the right idea initially when you took the groceries, but then you're supposed to help her. Mm, I wish that I wasn't born all bad. Well, you know what? People aren't born bad. They're made bad. So I blame your parents, and I think you're wonderful. 50-50, it's danger versus nurture. Is that right? I don't know. Holy hell. Either way, be very careful walking around Jacksonville. And if you, I'm not giving advice to anyone who needs to stuff a body in something, but just don't stuff it in something that floats. You just did. No, I'm just saying it's so you stupid. You just gave advice. No, I'm... Get rid of the body. This is the big thing. Don't do it. Just don't kill the body. Get, don't kill don't, a person don't to create the a body. body. But if, if, you, again, if you have a body, you better be a mortuary student. No body, no crime. Unfortunately, untrue. Here's not another, unfortunately. It's not true. It is true. No body, no crime. Now, um, there was a crime... But what is a crime without being accused and then convicted of the crime? Then you are going to be the star 30 years later of a reality series on a Tiger King. And then you're going to be an off character. But then believe it or not, you become the main character because you killed your husband. I can't wait for Dancing with the Stars just to be a place that is just a pavilion for people who need to be pardoned. 
That's that it is. It is literally. This is nothing. Carol tells me, Baskin is literally on Dancing with the Stars. Yes. No. She's done. She was out very. Oh, quick. it's already done. She was, yeah. She was. It's already done. It's already in the past. Oh, but, Jesus. Uh, nothing tells me more that we are in a dystopia. The number one literal murderers on Dancing with the quote unquote stars, and then also uh. the uh, we were watching just at the end of the night. Uh, we put on cable. We were watching the Holiday Baking Championships. Yeah. Three people were playing the holiday baking championships in order to win enough money to pay their health care bills. Oh, that is a dystopia that we are currently horrible. locked in. They are there. Their backs are against the wall making cupcakes. That is horrible. It's the only way. Eventually, we're going to be. There was a sketch. I forget where the sketch was where it just have it. it people are going to. It's about it was about Russia. It was like in Russia and people were like trying to do a game show to win food. We're literally going to be in that but it's going to be like for justice reform we're going to be just you have uh, to like you have to like do the double dare obstacle course just to I, make sure you're like the, the weed charges are overturned on your brother that's my favorite thing about the show chopped where it's like i don't know how much they take into consideration the sob story but they don't really though it's cool maybe they won't yeah, no, it's like, sometimes it's just i mean like I just knew when my father had his face obliterated yeah when he had his face obliterated right. by the by this horrible man in the iraq war that I knew I would make him proud here, make him jump a eye on job. Oh, what's so funny is uh, there's a little bit of skin left on my shrimp, yeah. and it got in my tooth. Mm. And so for that reason, you're chopped. I find it an honor to lose on a technicality. Yeah, yeah, you're the first one. So the- For some reason, we asked for gumbo for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, have you ever had gumbo for breakfast? I've had a lot of gumbo. Mm. Mm. Um, this is a story, uh, again, pandemic's hard on everybody it's hard on so many relationships right it's helped some it's it helped i mean natalie and i are closer than ever before we we, we have such a good time unlike holden mcneely who is very afraid are you gonna demean his marriage right now yeah he's got he dared to say that he said that he wasn't his wife's friend he said that their husband and wife had got into a huge fight. What? Oh, yeah. It was a huge, horrible fight that they got into where I was like, Natalie and I are genuinely very good friends, well, best friends, enjoy the- each other. Hold on a we second. We laugh a lot and we have sex. I hang out with two dogs. Uh, so I, I don't do the latter uh, when it comes to the sex. But I do have friendly conversations with them. But isn't the whole point of a marriage? And again, I don't know. I don't know. Nothing. I'm single. I'm 39 years old. But isn't friendship the base? That's what I thought. So if you don't because have the marriage, then so, what do you have? The, the marriage is just so go so much past. I mean, yeah. Was it arranged? When, Did someone? I mean, the fact Natalie that he has any. The, uh, no, I'm not going to. Natalie do, and I have kept it caliente for like up until now. It's in super your butthole. Sucio. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We've super kept, spicy. A lot of Tabasco in there. But when it comes to Holden, should he needs? He is so lucky. He's That's incredibly lucky. He's so he's lucky. incredibly lucky, and he should know that. He doesn't let's do our show anymore. But if he were to maybe get word that he's incredibly lucky, and he needs to hold on to his wife with a he white knuckle He has a beautiful grip. wife who used to be a lesbian, and somehow he is so feminine he was able to flip her, but he better be careful because the whole world, she could have sex with the whole world. Any other man she could choose. Or Any other woman. woman. My sister is the best gift giver I've ever met of any person. It's Jackie Zabrowski. She shops all year thinking about her family and friends and puts little things aside for their birthdays and Christmases. I have no idea how she does it. I don't know how she do it, but guess what? She always wins Mother's Day, but not this year. I'm coming back. Ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? I'm taking the crown. All right, give the moms in your life an aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos. I mean this. We have the aura frame up in my home. We absolutely love it. I can put 
photos on it very, very easily through the app. It's fun to do. And the memories keep cycling and I get emotional and we filled it with pictures of Carmi and Wendy. And that is not sad. That is celebratory. So you should try it. It's honestly a really good product. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code LEFT at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. This podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Finding work-life balance can be tough, but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. With the new guided design system, Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website optimized for every device. Get your website discovered fast with integrated, optimized SEO tools. Plus, make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. And that helps you save time. I know I'm sitting on about two literal wheelbarrows filled with horse pics. Now, part of the issue has been is a lot of these pictures are getting stopped at customs because some of them do depict various world leaders in horse-like circumstances that seems to be pinging a lot of these custom agents accounts. Now, so what I've done to do is like, so while I'm trying to work on hand smuggling these horse picks over various country borders, I then also have time because Squarespace is doing all the other ad work for me to go and work on my killdozer at home. So thank you, Squarespace, for allowing me to diversify in the best way possible for this country. Head to squarespace.com for a free trial when you're ready to launch. Go to squarespace.com slash left to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. No matter what kind of work you do, how you communicate is key. All those emails, reports, and presentations are equally important to the collaboration needed to get things done. Grammarly can help. Grammarly is your AI writing partner to help you communicate more effectively and efficiently so you can make a bigger impact at work. And isn't that what matters most? Better writing means a stronger impact. Grammarly works across 500,000 apps and websites. You can't escape it. Like the ever-pervasing octopus of malice that is the NSA. Grammarly is watching your every move, making sure that you're doing it right. Data privacy and security are woven into the foundation of Grammarly, into the very essence of its nature. Grammarly is a secure AI writing partner, and it helps your team make their point and move faster, because that's the key there. Work smarter, not harder. Yes, Grammarly. You know how many times it saves me from writing a long, rambling, one-sentence email at 4 o'clock in the morning to my beloved employees? Makes me sound like someone who doesn't just have a BA in theater. All right, I was taught how to be a tree. I was not taught how to survive as an adult. All right, my job was to cry in front of a weird Southern man who just told me all sorts of weird stuff about my body. I didn't learn how to write. So thank you, Grammarly, because you're making me the boss I gotta be to motivate my team to get out there. Oh, man, you don't want to mess with them. Thanks, Grammarly. Make a bigger impact at work with Grammarly. Sign up and download for free. Grammarly.com slash podcast. 
That's G-R-A-M-M-A-R-L-Y dot com slash podcast. Easier said, done. So this is a story about how hard it is to keep a relationship going. Um, This comes from the venerable New York Post. (laughs) Woman calls off wedding with ghost after he quote unquote kept it disappearing. All right. Is this a joke? I don't know. This is in the post. They don't joke. Her fiance <laughs> totally ghosted her. That's oh, from the post. That's, that's not the me. post. Come on. A British woman who claims she got quote unquote engaged to a ghost was now has now called off the wedding because he quote unquote kept disappearing and started partying too much. All right, this woman. We've is... called the wedding off, says Amethyst Realm thirty two. Okay, hold, hold on a second. That's not her birth name. Amethyst realm. Yeah, it means purple hole. It me. <laughs> it means someone who makes money on OnlyFans dressed as a cartoon character. I fucking which is hate- fine. That's a real job. It is. I don't think this is. He just completely changed. Realm said she fell in love with a sexy spirit named Ray during a trip in Australia in 2018 and even consummated the relationship on the flight back home. Uh, Ma'am, ma'am, you are coming in the bathroom, ma'am. I really have to use the restroom. My child is super sick, ma'am. Wouldn't it have been incredible if you scooped her her purple hole and you found ectoplasm <sighs> in there and not only does she become like no, happily married to, to a ghost yeah but but what if that's the first real evidence we ever have of a ghost and it's inside of her vagina well then we need to get that evidence out but that needs to be done in a very safe setting we have no one from the actual you ghostbusters to it you need um honestly i trust dan Aykroyd to do it and you know he'd have fun with it and he'd make it fun Dan He'd be Aykroyd, joking around. I actually don't think he would like it enough, which means I think he would be good for it. Do you think that Dan Aykroyd, he's got to still be like super horny, right? I think that Dan Aykroyd has a wonderful relationship with his wife. Yes. His wife's smoking. Yeah. That's the, that's the dream. I think that Dan Aykroyd is probably one of the more well-adjusted celebrities that we have ever spoken to. Every time I see him talk, he only talks about things he loves, which yep. is aliens. It's and a little vodka. strange. That's and it. Vodka. That's it. Pretty perfect. All right, so the paranormal Casanova later popped the question. Oh, my God. Okay, hold on a second. First of all, you can name the ghost anything. You're going to name it Ray? I mean, he named himself. The ghost named himself. Well, you know what I would call it? Phil. Phil Spector. (laughs) Get it? (laughs) He's alive. God, I'm going to jump off a bridge. Um, We are struggling. We are struggling (laughs) as a podcast. We are struggling as men. We're doing better than ever. Technically, I wake up. I should be smiling every day. I lifted weights today. Um, on their ninth month, on their nine month anniversary, they got married, and things were going well until a recent vacation to Thailand. She said, "I think maybe he fell in with a bad crowd when we were on holiday. He just started becoming really inconsiderate." Oh. Realm said in the Out of This World interview, "It was suddenly as if he didn't know boo about romance." She told the show, "I hate I'm." I'm not naming the author because I'm not trying to shame the author, but I'm this. I don't enjoy this. No, he disappeared for long periods of time. When he did come back, he'd bring another spirit to the house, and they'd just stay around for days. This I is think horrible. He started doing drugs and partying a bit much. Which is incredible. Ghost cocaine, that's fun as hell. Yeah, I think we're about to get some warning signs into this woman's mental health when it comes to just her relationships with tangible human men that are still alive. If you look at this final quote from her, I think she's had a history of problems in relationships. She's kind of attractive. Uh, She says, quote, at the end, she says, all men are bastards. Even ghost ones. Yeah. So I feel like maybe, honestly, that's a mug. The fact I want to make that. That's a mug. That's merch. That is actually great merch. All men are bastards. Even ghost ones. But I'm just going to say this. 
The fact that she couldn't have a relationship with a ghost that she made up Mm -hmm. maybe means she is the problem in most of the relationships. If every and I'm learning this myself, I'm going through some self help. Every if every relationship falls apart. You and you, and you keep are the saying, consistent thing. You're the only one consistent in all the other things right. going bad around you. Often that means you are the problem. Something or, you know, and you can have maybe not all the problem, but, you know, focus on you. So I'm just if saying you are her, not engaging. If you are not engaging enough of as a human being to keep the ghost that you made up's attention for an, enough time to stay married to them, maybe you need to start thinking about it might new, be me. new hobbies. Yeah. No hobbies. Maybe uh, take a Pilates. Maybe go and be more, you know, take a class. Take a Reiki class like my mom did. That's how you meet a bunch of weird single men like my mom's surrounded by in her fucking Reiki class. Your you go father to, is very much alive and doing great. He is doing. Yeah. He is still alive. But then she goes to the Reiki class and just filled with all of these like weird single men who wear Birkenstocks all the time and they're always like talking about their feelings and shit which if you know if you speak to our family you know men are not supposed to have these feelings right I also have a feeling this woman is uh, maybe just doing this for the press this story goes back to 2018 I know whoa whoa I know the the article here is she's doing this for attention it's possible she apparently she had sex with 20 ghosts and he was just one of them oh she was being a real bachelorette she really was very cheap by the way to cast that reality show because you just need one bachelorette and everything else is just made up in your head so this is what she had to say to the same tv network that brought her on almost like they are doing a massive disservice to this woman who is mentally ill she says uh, there was no going down to one knee. He doesn't have knees, so she does recognize. Oh, but that. I understand. How'd you fuck? If he doesn't have knees, he doesn't have a dick. I am I calling know. this about your ghost rules. But, but then she said, "She said, but the first time I heard him speak, I could actually hear his voice, and it was beautiful again. Probably schizophrenic. No, he had a deep, sexy, and real voice." Yeah, I'm all the way from hell. She goes on to say, "I was born in hell, and now I'm here to marry you, my sweet, sweet, plain-looking woman." Tony Clifton's abortion right now. Mm -hmm. She says. I had not had a phantom fling for a while, and I was ready, and I was away on business. Starting a new relationship was the last thing on my mind. (laughs) That's when it happens. Yes. Then one day, I was walking through the bush. Enjoying nature, I suddenly felt this incredible why energy. I, why do I just see her like physically, just like parting bushes, just like looking under mangroves? I don't know. Well, either way, she said an incredible energy. She felt an incredible energy. A new lover had arrived, but now this lover, fucking, he's partying too much and doing too many drugs. So, who can you trust? You never know who you're married to. You never freaking know. By the way, if you're not watching that documentary series on the freaking psychopath that killed his whole family, the family annihilator. Have we talked about this? Not really, but holy shit, that dude. I know he's crazy, but he's crazier than I even thought. I am pressing Marcus on doing a series on Chris Watts and and family annihilators in general because Chris Watts is absolutely fascinating. He's just a dude, bro. Dude, he's he's just But that's what makes it so scary. Have you read his prison letters yet? No, I have not. I'll send you some stuff. Natalie showed me some of her true crime YouTube deep dives that she's in the middle of she sent me these files like the reading of him he chris watts does a breakdown of how the murders went down he oh. had to, so the, if you don't know chris watts killed his 
his wife, Shanann Watson, his two young girls. And he did it all in one weekend. He met a chick. Basically, he got a new girlfriend. They were spo- they were separated for five weeks doing some weird, like, sh- his wife went to go visit family. And they were supposed to meet up, but then they, they did it separately, which is why I think <sighs> that he had it planned for a long time. But he definitely planned it over those five weeks. Cheating, because- having an affair is so hard to do. Not only is it difficult to do, but also it's just so dumb. Leave, just leave. Get the divorce. But this for this guy. What I've I only watched episode one of the because there's a docu series yes. on him. Um, it's, it, I, I don't. Anyway, whatever. You just go on. We'll watch. Just it. oh, just leave. Everything but it, was fine with his life. He had a beautiful wife. I just don't understand any of it. He was never real. You have to read yeah. his letters. What you Ugh. basically find out is that he. The family was murdered uh, intensely over a weekend. They were all strangled to death, and he hid them where he worked. He worked at an he worked for an oil company. Like he went to out, he worked for a bunch of oil wells, and he right. hid them all in this oil field in the most like the off, most awful way possible. He put his two little girls in a giant oil filled tanker. Like he just put them in a big oil canister, and was and it was rough. Ugh. And then if you find out, if you read Scumbag. the letters, this is a guy that oh, again. Shanann was a very active Facebook mom. So her and Chris Watts, it's like where their lives were heavily documented, which is kind of like you can kind of see he was kind of dead behind the eyes just in the Facebook videos that she constantly posted. Right. It was very much like she wore the pants in the family. She would like kind of openly kind of order him around and be like, oh, Chris doesn't know how to do anything like that. Well, kind it doesn't of shit. seem like he knows how to do anything. But it turned out the whole time he was never the person that she thought he was in any way, shape or form. But he had to Ugh. kill his kids twice. He had to kill what? him because he tried to kill him in one in one round. He tried to kill him once with what strangle smothering them with oh a pillow. My God. And then they woke up. And then they came in in the middle of him murdering his wife. And then he drove with them in the car with them in the back seat with the dead mother for 45 minutes. They drove out to the oil canisters where he strangled them again and then put them in the oil canisters. So just in case they survived the strangling, the oil would drown them. Oh, my God. Yeah. Anyway, uh, we should perhaps cover that fucking maniac but it's a brutal story but i, I do want oh. to talk about family annihilators because i'm just so fascinated by them well it <laughs> isn't is, that fun what a fun topic just you know it's better what? than the news i want it is technically the news uh just don't you know i'm not gonna blame facebook for this just no one has the perfect family no and so if you present it like oh it's a perfect family everyone knows like it's not possible Maybe there was no, I have no idea. Anyway. Because well, on social media, everybody is their best selves, right? You're right. watching the highlight reel of someone's life at all times. And I feel that if you are really constantly being on camera and you're constantly uh, projecting this image out all the time to just get to a point where like, but what's happening on the inside of the family? I don't Next blame Shanann know- in any way, shape or form. No. She did not deserve to be murdered. But there's obviously there was something not being addressed at the heart of this relationship was the fact that Chris Watts she married a psycho. was a... Uh, he was never a real person. He literally always was a collection of. He was a mirror. Ugh. He would be. He was like what mar- narcissists slash uh, sociopaths do is they appear to you as exactly as what you want them to be. So you have no clue, especially if you are just they. She played hard to get. They, apparently, in their relationship, because Shanann specifically said, "I didn't trust men anymore," and she'd been diagnosed with lupus. She was dealing with this autoimmune disease, and then she met this dude that became like the savior of of her life. And it's it, but they were had a fraught relationship where obviously Chris Watts was pretending to be 
a husband. Jesus, but you could pretend. It just shows that you could pretend to be a husband for a real long time, and no one will know. Yeah, well, they definitely just like find loving out. and showing up, and and the way because the way he uh. talks about his little girls in the letter shows he was just like, you know, because the night before he killed them, he was just like, I just wanted to give him like a kind of fun night. Like he was talking about like what when you put down it. a dog, like with like uh. you're like, oh, I want to give the no, dog. No, you don't even do that. Like, it's very sad. I was just thinking about that the other day. Not that I'm a bad dog dad, but Puffin was not necessarily feeling great. Maybe no, it's he, incredibly scary, but and it was horrified. I just uh, anyway, yes, Chris Watts. I, I'm gonna finish that documentary. I just he's so fucking nasty social media is such a fucking disease and all well, it does is it, it really accelerates these problems this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. it says here I have to talk about something I need to get off my chest and I guess I can share it here I, I eat mayonnaise for fun it's a hobby of mine and it's an addiction and it's a daily weight on my life how much I need whipped egg whites and oil crammed into my veins as soon as I wake up. And a lot of people carry around a lot of different stressors, big and small. Some people are presidents. Some people are soldiers. Some people have to eat mayonnaise, especially with hard-boiled eggs, which is what I eat for lunch. But I guess I should share that in therapy. Because therapy is a safe place to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And what I do is I just add eggs if I have mayonnaise left over. I just continue to add the eggs. But if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I hope they can help me. My God. I hope they can help me. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com slash last pod today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp! H-E-L-P dot com slash last pod. Hi, did you know Fast Growing Trees is the biggest online nursery in the U.S. with more than 10,000 different kinds of plants and over 2 million happy customers in the U.S.? They have everything you could possibly want, like fruit trees, palm trees, evergreens, houseplants, and so much more. Whatever you're interested in, they have it for you. Find the perfect fit for your climate and space. That's one of my favorite things about it. Fast Growing Trees makes it easy to order online and your plants are shipped directly to your door in one to two days. And along with their 30-day Alive and Thrive guarantee, they offer free plant consultation forever. Now, personally, I'm in the middle of re-landscaping my yard. I like to do it myself because I called up a landscaper to see how much it costs and it was absolutely insane. Plus, I love dirt. I love getting my hands in the dirt and I love planting things myself. And Fast Growing Trees has given me some wonderful plants that I can use. Like I got this uh, Texas sage, it's purple. I've dug up a whole bunch of horrible bushes and shrubs up in front of my window and in front of my house and put some purple Texas sage up there and it's going to thrive and it's going to look real good. And I didn't even have to go to a nursery to buy it. It came to my house. Now, this spring, they have the best deals online, up to half off on select plants and other deals. And listeners to our show get an additional 15% off their first purchase when using the code LEFT at checkout. That's an additional 15% off at FastGrowingTrees.com using the code LEFT at checkout. FastGrowingTrees.com, code LEFT. Offers valid for a limited time. Terms and conditions may apply. One in five Americans have learned a new language on their bucket list. If that's you, make 2024 the year you finally check it off the list. With Babbel. 
Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors. It's a waste. Don't waste hours on apps. Besides appetizers, that's the kind of apps I like. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. Did you know that empanada is already Spanish? I didn't. Thanks, Babbel. Did you know that burrito is already Spanish? Wow. I just got to learn all the rest. And eventually, I'm going to be eating downtown Mexico. Thanks, Babbel. Here's a special limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash left. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash left, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash L-E-F-T. Rules and restrictions may apply. Uh, just kind of flipping back to what we were talking about with aliens, the uh, astronomers, the astronomers, that's the name of an improv group. These are actual astronomers. Uh, they traced the mysterious space radio waves, and oh. it's, it, it's, it's within the galaxy. This is kind of cool. Well, no. Is, is it a bunking story? Ah. You remember the story? The, I actually did want to talk about it. The story is we were the, – there was a lot of discussion about these fast radio waves, these, these kind of these pulses that we get that we thought – they seemed really organized and they were coming from, they thought somewhere like deep in space and they thought it they was an example of like, star. yes, they, th- well, that's what it turned out to be. It was a thing called the Magnetar, which is this, some kind, something kind of fucking collapsed or some kind of bullshit, but it no. shoots off radio waves that like look like, so I don't fucking so know. Like this, Imus? This is it. It's talking, I'm, like Imus is still there in the morning on this no, star? No, even on the Magnetar, Imus is canceled. <laughs> what? Unfortunately, oh, I, oh, man. even on the <laughs> even on a magnet star. But now uh, it shows that, that those radio frequencies that we kind of talked about because they thought it was like repeating. They thought well, it was interesting that it might have been coming. The calls might have been coming from inside of the house. Oh, the scientist is like, this could be the missing link. But if you uh, want to read, if you also want to twist your head around in another way, go to scientificexploration.org and look up this essay I read about that was written by Jacques Vallée, which is called Five Arguments Against the Extraterrestrial Origin of Unidentified Flying Objects. And it talks about a more. Debunking. No, it's not. A, it will, not a it's a it's a, hmm, a rebunking. Oh, where it's not necessarily saying that the phenomenon does not exist. But this is actually one of the best, even outside of his books, it's one of the best explanations I've heard of Jacques Vallée's idea of a thing called what he says this is, which is a control system, where he thinks that this is either an intelligence that is on top of us, that is an interdimensional intelligence that is trying to slowly but surely mold humankind into thinking more positively about the environment or his the main thrust is that when we see ufos and uavs and what they are are actual physical projections of our psyche in order for us to teach ourselves lessons of the unconscious literally our unconscious part of our brain is projecting images into reality that are being used to teach our own brains. Basically, we're trying to teach ourselves how to evolve. Well, I think you just described TikTok. Hmm. Isn't that fun? And if you drive your car really slow, you can get out of it and dance next to it and then get back in it. That's a two-year-old meme as well. That's very fun. All right. Well, let's do Hero of the Week. Hero of the Week. 
And I'm not sure if this is a hero or not, but he's a hero to me. He does face hefty fines because technically what he did is a felony. Okay. That's never stopped a hero before. Never stopped a hero after allegedly trying to cook chickens in a hot spring. It's there. Why do we have any hot springs if we can't cook chickens in them? One Idaho man is learning the hard way that flouting these rules come with pricey consequences. On September 10th, two years after the offense, the Idaho man pled guilty to multiple charges, including foot travel in a thermal area and violating closure and use limits. Basically, what happened was uh, this dude, he had some chicken. He had a cooking pot. He put the chickens in a sack, placed them in a hot spring. The Idaho Falls suspect, who was not mentioned by name, will serve two years of unsupervised probation and is also banned from visiting Yellowstone during this time. Additionally, he is charged $600 per count. If you can't cook chicken in a freaking natural How do you think the Native Americans did it? Yellowstone. That's how they did it. Yellowstone has the biggest concentration of active geysers, 10,000. You tell me you can't cook fucking chicken in one of those? Apparently, if you slide into one of those hot springs, it can can disintegrate your body. You are gone. That's how cool they are. But I honestly, it's like, this guy's a hero because he saw a chicken and he says, what's the safest way for our environment? Nature's oven. Use nature's oven, not nature's Dutch oven. (laughs) Use nature's oven, cook some chicken, eat the chicken, have a nice camping trip. You know what? The United States, you don't own Yellowstone Park. You, know you who don't does? own Yellowstone you know who does? Park. The otters. The otters. The otters do it. The, the deer. <laughs> the, the, I the, actually the think you named the only animal not in Yellowstone Park. Otters aren't there? I don't freaking know. The, the water's coyotes. hot. Coyotes. The they coyotes. Own, they own El- Yellowstone. So, well, this is, well, okay. Coach so, chicken, give a little bit to the coyotes. Two coyotes. years of unsupervised p- parole, which means that what? Means That's just, honor code? You just can't get too hammered. And then... It's Idaho. You can go into Yellowstone, but it's just like a forest. It's big. So So you could just walk in from like another place. Well, it really seems as if uh, people... There's a lot of rangers out there, a lot of park rangers, and I'm sure they're all still still gainfully employed. I'm sure of that. I didn't... I honestly pretty much assumed that I thought most of that was like gutted. Like most of the park services were gutted and... Well... There was three suspects. They were all cited. Uh, the incident, a ranger found out it was a group of 10, uh, including a child. I don't know what. Yeah, you got to feed the child, too. Um, and they were they were cooking with cooking pots. They were found two chickens. I mean, I just don't whatever. The whole group is a hero as far as I'm concerned. If you can't cook in a freaking thermal hot spring, what is the point? Why, why are we living? Man is from nature. Chickens from nature. When it comes down Geysers to Geysers are from nature. The only thing not from nature is, is the, the goddamn Yellowstone name on this park. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, when a force shows up, it doesn't have a name. You know who gives it a name? Fucking invading white people. <laughs> we just discovered that early on. You just give it a name. And all of a sudden, it's yours. We don't know. I don't know how that works. Well, and the, and the Yellowstone officials, they try to flip it and be like, well, more than 20 people have died from burns and all this stuff. Of the course. Hospital. Yeah, but they didn't die. They just cooked chicken because they're not freaking morons. Being like, I wonder if I put a straw in it. I wonder what that would be. I, I tell you let what. These people live. I've watched whole episodes of Chef's Table where they, they just celebrate a guy like burden shit. Like a guy just like I've having a bunch that. of logs on fire and he's just being like, it is incredible incredible how you can make the jar have so many different variants and you're like cool i actually had my first i was watching one of the barbecue shows and i say one of them because there's a thousand of them on netflix and I there's a lot of barbecue shows now they burned it right on the coals though yeah and honestly i didn't think it looked very good no it doesn't look very tasty at no, all it's the new it's, chef's table that's yeah. the chef's table oh, barbecue I was show. perhaps i was watching that one but yeah why is that legal 
And he can't go and he can't boil. It's right there boiling. It's not like he even made a boil. Nope. So he's an unidentified hero of the week. But we're if we gonna can't get, use like, our natural springs. We're going to get some fucking like very harshly worded email no. about why we're completely wrong. There's 10 that it's just because the because yellow because people ruined it. So all these people that died of burns and shit, you ruined it for the people who were just like, I can cook a chicken in there. And you imagine how good that would taste. Honestly, I, I, I bet be you a, it would taste good. Nah, I think it'd be pretty plain. It's just boiled chicken. You it's what you the, eat when you have like ass no, juice. No, you, you put salt in there. And I don't put, know if he's got salt and stuff like that. that I'm like, sure. It seems like they were camping. That sounds incredible. By the way, we're going camping. I'm taking you camping. I need a bed. And I, I need a toilet. I'm get you a blow-up bed. <laughs> yeah. um, all right, here's some listener emails. I work for a certain government agency that was involved in the Israel Keys case a while back. So your podcast has become a somewhat underground favorite among the office. Hey, all right. But that's not what the story is about. This story is about Deb Deb. We were talking spooky That's that's mine. Yes. Deb Deb. Oh, yes. We were talking spooky yukis last year, and since I was getting everyone involved in the podcast, I mentioned Ben's encounter with Deb Deb. My one coworker is very religious, so she didn't like that I even mentioned the name, but we didn't even think much about it until late that night. She was in bed asleep and was woken up by a very strange sound. Naturally, she goes to investigate since she has a toddler in the house. One of her kids' toys was making this crazy ha-ha ha-ha noise, Ooh. even though it wasn't a pre-programmed sound available on this particular toy. Wow. Toys have changed, haven't they? They really pre-programmed have. Pre-programmed sound. Oh, yeah. Thinking it's just malfunctioning, she turns it off and goes back to sleep, only to be awoken by the ha-ha, ha-ha again. The next day, she brings the toy to her mom's house, where to this day, the ha-ha noise has never happened again. Which actually happened to us. We have a little ba- dead baby on a, a rocking horse, like a scary toy. Your whole house. house has been set up again like Ernest Scared Stupid, and it scares me every time I go there. And we haven't taken anything down. No, it's very scary. You have, a, some, you have something that cackles after you use the bathroom that scares me shitless. That thing actually uh, did come alive last night. I don't like that one. I don't know why it keeps coming like keeps because coming alive it's, and it's shut off. It's scary. I just think it's not well made. Could be. Um so I thought that was very interesting. Well, Deb Deb, my goodness. So that was the Ouija board demon that we summoned when I was in high school almost killed my friend Josh. Firmly believe in it. Okay. Uh, all right. So this this is a response from last week about the story about well maybe two weeks ago with the mom and the and the son is like died with the chocolate cakes for no reason. Ah uh, yes. Thank you for the meme. By the way, last podcast memes has been doing some good stuff on Instagram. Oh, I so, like last yeah, podcast keep on, memes. Keep doing those things for fun. Yeah, keep blowing it out. Well. On most recent side stories, you mentioned starving to death and wondered what it would be like. Well, admittedly, I was too young at the time to understand much about it, but my great-grandma starved herself to death. She was a lovely elderly German woman. I think she was 89 when she died and had recently had a hip operation. Following this, she didn't really do the appropriate physio, which was difficult at her age anyway, and ended up finding it very difficult to walk, mostly spending her time in an armchair in the living room, watching TV. One day, a relative mentioned how much time she spent watching TV and suggested that suggested that she might try something else to keep her occupied. And being the stubborn woman she was, my grandmother turned off the TV and didn't watch it again, instead choosing to just look at the walls of her living room and the photos of family she had on the cabinets. I, just, I do feel like this is something a 90-year-old Kissel might do as well, but only after know. a life well lived. <laughs> yeah. After roughly a year of this, and presumably a lot of thinking, she decided that she was done with life. However, as 
because euthanasia is not legal in the UK, this became a very drawn-out process. My grandma realized that the only option was starvation. She started by refusing meals, only eating a very small amount when people insisted. Towards the end, if I remember correctly, she wasn't eating or drinking at all. This process took three years. My parents didn't, wouldn't let me... My parents wouldn't let me see her at the end, which I'm very thankful for, but I've been told, did she look like a skeleton? Naturally, she became very weak and spent most days in bed half asleep, which brings me to one of my greatest fears. When a person spends too much time in one place without moving, they develop something called a bed sore. Mm -hmm. The skin in the places of contact basically erodes, and if the person hasn't moved, the sore will just get larger and deeper. They can reach down to the bone. Most people will spend their final weeks in a bed. Not me. I'll I'll spend mine on the battlefield. Yeah. Yes, indeed. Of course, the war against the machines when you're helping the machines because you're a snitch. No, I will be in a bed in a battlefield against diabetes. Okay. Um, And therefore, most people will have to endure bed sores at the end of their life. Honestly, I'm hoping I die fast. I can't even imagine the mental strength my grandmother had to go through with this. I think her stoicism and strong German blood contributed towards it lasting so long. I'm just going to say, though, if you want to die and you're older, just go out every single day, cross the street, go live your life. You're going to get hit by a car or something. So starving to death, of course, is not an easy process and takes much longer than you'd expect. It takes complete commitment. And the irony is, is that only the strongest people can manage it. Wow. That's a lesson to learn. Yeah, I'm just, only the strongest not, can starve themselves. Anyone to who is just like struggling to die, just keep on living. It's going to happen. I mean, I promise something. you. It's gonna you happen. will die. You're going to die. Unless you're me, whose brain will live forever, forever deep yeah, inside the right. ones and zeros. Of you're going to be the of one a, of the robot infinite of the nine billion brains that they have to possibly harvest. It's going to be yours. I'm just going to keep volunteering until they tell me yes. And even if it's a lie, I won't know. That's all, Exactly. Just lie to me. Exactly. Again, you were correct in the beginning. Just lie to me. Just lie. But sometimes it leads to four years of a presidency. Yes, it does. All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to Side Stories. It's a brand new world out there. In many ways, it's the same, but in some ways, it's better. Isn't I'd it? say 15% is totally different. Yeah, sure. And 85%, yeah. Well, no. 35%. I don't even know what math you're trying to figure out. Somewhat different. Uh huh. And then the rest. What's is, the other? What's thirty five? Would that be? We just got to get to January. There we go. Then we'll figure it out. Uh, but guys, I can't believe this whole fucking year. I I need to stress how you guys need to live your life, and I and I know it's not just the phone. But you don't need to stress anything. You are you are definitely too stressed. I am. You know, you're what? the opposite of too stressed to be blessed. Or too blessed to be stressed. You're I the opposite. am. I am. I am too stressed to be blessed. But I will say. Guys, this fucking this year, if it's taught us anything, is that I mean, I really do think we got to get off of these social media bullshits. We have to get off of Twitter. We have. You're to gonna get off do. Of you're 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 rolling this into your triple L. I am because okay. we we have to get past these uh, these rage machines that are trying to keep us as upset as humanly Last possible. Last podcast memes on Instagram is pretty fun. It's though. really that yeah. is very fun. I uh, you gotta love. This is an important time to love your neighbor. I guess. Uh, I guess. Unless they're, it depends how they've handled the pandemic. If they're hoarding a bunch of guns and then they look it's at fraud you, out there. it's a lot of weird stuff. Well, you know what? We can laugh every day if you want to, especially if you're, what was it, Kenneth Copeland? Did you see the the, fo- the footage <laughs> the of him laughing? Yeah, the freaking lunatic. A, like, like fucking Joker, just like well, screaming with laughter. You, Don't laugh like that. When you steal so much money from poor people based on a lie, you can laugh too, like Kenneth Copeland. 
But hey, man, this is this today. Trust yourself. Fill your own mind. Yes. Because that's what you have to do. We only have each other. That's it. You only have yourself and your own brain. And read the fucking Guardian. And read the Guardian or the Economist if you really want to have fun with mm. big, big articles. They write a lot of words in there. There's a lot of words. But you know, it's pretty easy to read. Um, all right, everyone. And it's not, it's not a creepy pasta. By the way, I did say some people were like, "Bam, it's creepy pasta." I think I did a great job in the last creepy pasta. I uh, we'll see at the next one. We'll see at the next one. There you go. I feel like yeah, this you is always a real, have the next time. You always have the next one until you don't. No, then you, nope. and then you're dead. Then you are dead. Appetizer is probably what have saved that woman. If she would have just gone to Applebee's, you tell me you can. You tell me you can starve yourself when you got half off apps. I tell me that. Don't enjoy Applebee's, but any half off apps. I. I mean, I'll eat a spring roll if I'm there. Yes, you. It's not a spring roll. It's a wonton taco. You I'm fucking sorry. ass. It's a wonton taco. It's an immersion of cultures. I'm sorry. It's just salt. It's a salt dish. All right, everyone. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Magusalajong. Hail me. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. Emmy Award-winning John Mulaney presents Everybody's in L.A., a special run of six live episodes created by and starring Mulaney that'll stream live on Netflix during the Netflix is a Joke Fest. The comically unconventional show will feature special guests where John Mulaney explores the city of Los Angeles during a week when every funny person is in it. Watch John Mulaney Presents Everybody's in L.A., debuting May 3rd live at 7 p.m. Pacific Time, only on Netflix. Spectrum One is a big deal. You get Spectrum Internet with the most reliable internet speeds, free advanced Wi-Fi for enhanced security and privacy, and a free Spectrum Mobile Unlimited line with nationwide 5G included, all while saving big. For the big speed, big reliability, and big savings you want, get Spectrum One. Just $49.99 a month for 12 months. Visit Spectrum.com slash big deal for full details. Offer subject to change. Valid for qualified residential customers only. Service not available in all areas. Restrictions apply.